Hi, everybody. I'm Josh. And I'm Ethan. And this is The Young Perspective. Before we start this week's episode, everybody, we have big news. This is officially the last episode of season one of The Young Perspective. That means we've made it through 20 episodes. I just want to congratulate you, Ethan, for an awesome job. Thanks, Josh. I don't know about you, but I had an amazing time. It was so fun. Learned a lot. It was a great season. And you know what comes after season one? Season two. That's right. In three weeks' time, June the 19th, we are having the season premiere of season two. Um, Everybody gets hyped. It's going to be a great season. We're doing a lot of planning. Uh, it's going to be a, a very bright future for the young perspective. So today we're going to be talking about Netflix shows. Right now it's summer. We're all um, stuck in our homes. We have not a lot of we don't have anything to do, and we're stuck binging Netflix. Thank God there's Netflix. Netflix is releasing all these great Thank shows, God, and some of them are really good, and some of them um, I like compared to Josh. And so we're going to uh, share some of those good shows today. So. My personal favorite, I know it's on the Netflix leaderboard for a couple of weeks and it has been, um, it is called Outer Banks or abbreviated, it's OBX. And it's based in Outer Banks, North Carolina, where like a bunch of poor kids are trying to find this treasure. And it's so fun because it's like every teenage kid's dream. It's a bunch of kids and they're in the summer and they have, they're on a boat and they're finding treasure. And it's like people are trying to kill them and they go to jail. Blow. It's like a, a true uh, crime and mystery and, and treasure hunt show and it's really like cool. so invigorating it's yeah like fired up the the teenage rage inside of me, Makes me yeah sad. it's really cool really funny um there's some really intense um fight scenes and part of it is a little um cliche but i really like it and it's just a good relaxing show that um that like and i what i really like about it is that after every episode there's always a cliffhanger that always makes you want to start always. the next episode and you can't just stop after one episode you're drawn in and it's a good tactic it's it's a good tactic and you know my favorite character is the main character obviously his name is john b they call mm-hmm. him john b and like i don't know is his name j o h n b y or is it j o h n space b i have no idea i think that's the middle name is something is like is like is bird or something his middle name is bird i think so it's just like john and then his middle name start the the, the initial of his middle name b i think so, such a, it's an interesting way to call people but really is a great show um and it's in in during in this coronavirus everybody's at home so it blew up it really blew up they actually yeah. released it a little bit early i believe but it blew up and blew up. uh if it didn't have the coronavirus these actors wouldn't have been famous and these people that wouldn't have been famous. But it's on to the next show is really a classic of my childhood. Avatar. Both the of La- our childhood. It's like defines our generation. Avatar, the last airbender. It's like a, an animated show from, from like 2010 or, or a little bit earlier. And it's always it on Nickelodeon. It's just a great yep. storyline. It's about this kid who is this, um, this, he's called, he's an avatar. And they do these, um, 
uh, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's kind of like karate in a way, but it's not really. It's like magical but in a sense. They can like manipulate the world. So there's four yeah. different types of air bending. There's air bending, which is the avatar can do, which is like you can move the air. There's water bending, which like some people can do, where they take the water and they can move right. it. And they can turn into special ice. powers. Special powers. And there's fire bending, where people create fire and, and smash each other. Mm-hmm. And then you have earth bending, when people take things out of the earth and sh- like throw them around. Really cool. It can like use gravity and like manipulate stuff. But, but basically. And- but basically, the plot of the show is the Fire Nation. There's four nations. Water, fire, air, and Earth. Earth. And, and beforehand, the Avatar, this, this central person, can, could do all, five, all four bendings. Mm-hmm. So he could do water, fire, air, and Earth. And he would keep the peace between the nations. But in the show, the Fire Nation attacked the other nations. It's mm-hmm. basically all the other nations trying to fight off the Fire Nation. And the Avatar has to restore balance and peace. And and, he, and it's actually a hundred years since the war began, and the Avatar was like hidden for a hundred years, and now he's still a kid. So it's this whole whole problematic situation. And I think we like it so much because it was such a great show when we were kids. I used to watch it all the time. I loved it. I used to dress up as the main the, the Airbender for Halloween. Um, for Halloween, Josh used to watch a lot, and now it's back on Netflix. So it's just nostalgic. It's, it's so nostalgic. But you even see people who hadn't watched it beforehand. Like my sister's friend was telling my sister that she's in love with the show. I don't think it's that it's, it's nostalgia, Ethan. I think it's the plot. The plot mm-hmm. is so advanced. And, and it's interesting. It just creates a whole different universe. Like it's, it's like superpowers. So they have these superpowers so they can, they can manipulate the world and the elements, right? And we all want to have superpowers. So yesterday, I, after I was watching the show, I find myself trying to lift up the earth with my hands. <laughs> like, I was trying to do it. It's just humans want to have that same superpower so much. That's why it attracts us. And you think that, like, oh, it's a little kid show cartoon. But it's actually pretty good. And there's a lot of um, really funny stuff and really cool stuff in it. And it's actually a, a lot of non-kids enjoy it. I mean, I'm still a kid, but... Yeah, I remember back in the day, it was on Nickelodeon, and in the commercial breaks, they used to have, like, tutorials um, about how to draw the characters, because it was such, not such great animation. So you used to, I, I remember drawing them back in the day, and I have to go search through my, my stacks of papers, my drawings, to, to, to look for the drawing that I did of Avatar. Cool and, find. So, yeah. another show that's, um, that I really like is called Big Mouth. Big Mouth is this new show on Netflix. It's, oh, it's about a few years old, and there's only a few seasons of it. And it follows these two, um, these two teenage middle school kids as they go through puberty, and they're and it documents their life and how crazy middle school is and how um, crazy puberty is. And it's really funny and it's really true. And all the stuff that's happening is really similar to all the stuff that's happening in my life. That's why I really is like it. it. It's personable. I mean, we just finished middle school. I don't think it's as severe or, or terrible as they portray it in the show. Sure. But like, you can relate to it. That's why people like it. Adults like it because, oh, it reminds them of middle school. Middle schoolers like it because it's kind of funny and it's um, relatable. It's, it's, it's over-exaggerated, but it's still um, relatable in a sense. Yeah. It, it, we can't get too inappropriate here, but just think of the title big mouth and think about that. That really represents a middle school boy and the two characters that, that – that, are the protagonists right i mean it's, re- it's really funny it's really funny if you haven't seen it you should definitely watch it i highly recommend um because we can't to- talk about big mouth too much because it's a little bit inappropriate we're going to move on um we're, we're kind of saving this rivalry for the for last 
there's this show called Parks and Recreation, which is the best show ever created in the world. And then there's this mm, inferior show, which people get confused as the best, called The Office. That's and not like, true. And, and I don't even know why people think The Office is good because it's not. Okay, Josh. First of all, Parks and Rec is a good show. I'll give you that. It's a good show. I've watched it twice. It's a good show. But it is nothing compared to The Office. Why? Tell I mean, me why. The Office is just so much better. The storyline is good. Right? The emotions the is good. The jokes are better. The characters is, are better. There's no storyline in The Office. Every what do you mean there's no storyline? There's not. There's like one. There's like one. One setting. Every single episode, they're just in a random office. Yeah, but Josh, things happen. There's um, there's a whole story about Jim and Pam and how they're uh, are they ever going to get together? And then in the end, are they going to get divorced? What's happening with that when Jim moves away? And there's a whole stuff about. Um, about Dwight and Angela, are they ever going to get together? What happens with Andy getting in the middle of them? There's and Michael and Holly, what's going to happen with them? There's so many different things that are happening. It's so funny. Every episode um, has this little twist, and it's just so good. And all the and you know, I I can see why they're similar because um, The Office and Parks and Rec were both created by by um, the same um, producers. Were they or writers? I don't know. One of the two. Um, but The Office was made uh, is a better version. It was. It's just. It's just. The, the Parks and Rec is the knockoff. No, no, you know, I think the reason Parks and Rec is so amazing and, and superior to, to The Office, nope. if you think about the whole idea of Parks and Rec, so it's basically the, the protagonist is named Leslie Nope, and she is the she works at the Parks Department at a local city government, right, in, in a fake city called Pawnee, Indiana. And, um, and it just shows her trying to be a good Samaritan and overcoming obstacles of, and bureaucracy. And she's trying to help the people of her town. And that's what attracts so many people to it because it's a good hearted show that shows us, Ethan, what government should be. It's and, not, and, people like it because it's funny, Josh. Yeah, that's why I like it, truly. But Ethan, it's just so much better. And you see, it's just often, not. There is, there's going to be an, an everlasting argument between the office and Parks yes, and Rec. Yes, that's not just something that me and Josh argue about. It's something that everyone argue, argues about. What's better, the office or Parks and Rec? The other day, I found uh, a meme um, yeah. online. It was, like the off, uh, it was like the office and it had like, or no, it was Parks and Rec and it had this like small crowd in SpongeBob. And then it was like the, the office and it had this massive, huge like citywide crowd in SpongeBob. Um, and I sent it to Josh, and Josh got really mad. You know, I actually commented it, and I tagged you, Ethan, in the comment. I, I um, saw. I, what did I say? I said, this is ridiculous. Parks and Rec is better. And then um, people replied to my comment. Because this is like a big office lover's board on yep. Instagram. People replied to my comment, how dare you? And I got some middle fingers in the comments. Wow, but, that's, um, that's – I mean, you kind of deserve it, Josh. No, but that shows the real rivalry. And as a Parks and Rec fan – I know me and my my fellow fans wouldn't do that to an office fan because we are civil. Wow! Oh, we really civil are civil, people. Josh. You know, we're civil, just like Levy, Leslie Nope, just like Ron Swanson. We're good people trying to help the people of our town. What are, what are, are you not civil like like Dwight or like like Kevin? Yeah, Dwight. Dwight civil. Yeah, really. I, Dwight not might not be the most civil, but he's a hard worker, Josh, and. He's he's a great character, and at least I, an Office fan, say the Parks Rec is good, and it's a good show. I like it a lot. It's just not as good as The Office. I don't know. Like I agree, The Office is okay. It has some funny it's jokes. Okay, Josh. Wow, that's, that's, that's hard. Well, the jokes are like dad jokes. You can't even relate to them. 
What do you mean they're dad jokes? Like they're not even that funny. No, okay, you're. I, I can't. I'm just. You just. You know, everybody, that represents the ever-going, everlasting rivalry between Office and Parks and Rec. And I don't even know how people could like The Office. You'll just have to ask Ethan, him, scream at him on Instagram, at Ethan Canfield. Um, And everybody, this concludes our episode. We're excited and anticipating the release of season two, June 19th. We want everybody to be there. Um, And don't forget, be there, be square. And we're going to be posting stuff on our uh, Instagram at the underscore young underscore uh, perspective about um, hyping up season two. So let's go check it out there and come listen on June 19th. And may God bless the United States of America. This was the young perspective.